Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caught My Pod. I am your host, Sarah Knightley, and joining me today is my very special guest, Anthony Quinn. He is actually an extra on Game of Thrones for season eight. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Thanks for being on. Thank you for having me, Sarah. It's, it's really, really, a, really a, ple- a pleasure to be here and, yeah. and, and to be on your show. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to have you here. This is awesome. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us about your experiences on Game of Thrones. And you were you were on for season eight, correct? Only season eight, correct? Only season eight. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And um, you also actually share your name with a very famous actor. <laughs> I do indeed. I do indeed. <laughs> I'm, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> I used Are to... you very aware of that? No way. I'm yeah, sure well, nobody ever says anything to you about that, right? I actually used to, because I, I used to work in a call center, and, uh, you know, people ask, always ask your name. Oh, what's your, what, what's your name, by the way? Um, Anthony, what's your surname? Quinn. And then the pause for a minute, and I said, oh, are you related to the actor? And then well, you, you just laugh, you know what I mean? Or else you crack a joke or something, say, yeah, 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 you know, I... You know, I know him very well. Yeah, he's actually my my dad or something, whatever. You know what I mean? But that seems to have stopped now. You know, a lot of people don't probably because Anthony Quinn has you know has has passed away. So maybe right. you know people don't. I, I don't seem to get it. I don't seem to you know to get asked that <laughs> too much. Now. Really, not it. Not really too much. Probably just from weird like nerds like me probably know about him. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got a huge like film repertoire. I mean, it's. Yeah. Huge. Like he's been in films that go all the way back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he was in uh way back. Yeah, well I me mean, obviously there's there's Zorba the Grape, there's Lawrence of Arabia. Um there's actually he was in that the Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Um what did he call it? It was like a sci-fi sort of god, I I forget the name of it now. You were hmm, a Schwarzenegger film. Yeah. Yeah, like the, I the have his Boy film. Scout. Oh, Boy Scout, the last Boy Scout, is it? The last Boy Scout, maybe? Possibly. Mm. Was I think it was in that. Late 80s, yeah, yeah. I can remember. I can remember him in that. But, uh, um, I have his film stuff pulled up here. He was in, yeah, he was in a, like I said, it's, <laughs> he's got <laughs> a, a lot, huge, a yeah, I mean, he was in Gotti, like the more, like the, you know, the stuff that we would know, Mobsters from back in 91. Yes. Um, Avenging Angelo back in 2001. I mean, he's been in, in a lot of stuff. Only the Lonely. Oh, Last Action Hero. That that's was the Schwarzenegger the one. film that's that he was in. Yeah, that's that's one that he was in. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've got A Walk in the Clouds with Keanu Reeves, that's Revenge right. with Kevin Costner. So yeah, and then of course like um, I know you mentioned like in some of our pre conversations that we had before this, Zorba the Greek. Which that's great. That that's great yeah. film too. And then of course Lawrence of Arabia. So yeah. that's awesome that you it's, like share such a, a famous name. Yeah, I mean, his dad. His dad was actually from Cork. His dad was Cork, and then he emigrated to America. And his mom is, I think, his mom is Mexican. You know, yeah. There's, there's that. There's that mix there. The Irish, yes. Irish Mexican sort of mix. Yes. Yeah, I think he's yeah Irish and Mexican. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I just wanted Thank to you. talk about that. 
you for a minute. <laughs> so tell the listeners a little about your experience with Game of Thrones, the show, the book, what brought you into the show, what got you watching it or reading the books. Let's talk well, about for a minute. I'm probably one of the most boring Game of Thrones fans probably ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I got into Game of Thrones probably around 2015, 2016. It was around season five, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends were saying, oh, you should give this or watch this Game of Thrones. And I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> you, know you, you just... You just have, I don't know what it is, you know, because I think everybody was watching it. So you kind of think, well, if everybody's watching it, what is watching it? I'm going to be different and not watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I thought, well, you know what? Season five starting, you know, first season. So I'll maybe watch an, an episode of it, you know, sort of starting in the middle. And I watched the first episode and was hooked on it. I just thought, this is great. You know, then I went back yeah. to, the, to the first season and got the DVDs and, and I was just, I was sort of captured by it, you know, yeah. it, 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 it kind of, you know, and I think it, it, it's, it's more of a, also it's, it's almost like a, an escapism as well. You know, you, you're brought into this wonderful world, you know, um, okay, there's, there's violence, there's death, there's also, you know, there's also love, there's relationships, there's, there's good people, there's bad people. So it but Absolutely. Yeah, it's like it it just it kind of sucks you in, right? It does, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Where you just can't tear your eyes away and you mm-hmm. just want more all the time. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, you know, as you know, you know, you watch an episode and then you go back and then you rewatch it. There's always stuff that you've missed because it's right. so, you know, the yeah. narrative and, and, and the production and and the visuals is so rich that you have to go back for absolutely for reviews. And especially for you starting out at season five. So you started out with season five and then you, so you watched like all of season five and then you went back and, and like watched from season one. Is that what you I watched? Did, no, I probably watched maybe a couple of episodes and then I thought, well, you know, and I need to do this right. You know, can't just. Yeah. Cause <laughs> you're like. Uh, this seems deep. I was, I, was, I was confused. You know, it was what what is going on here? Because halfway through whatever the you know season five, and then I had to go back and you know watch, yeah. see you know from from. But from so that's off. interesting to me. So let's talk about that for a minute. So like, so somebody that I've never really talked to anybody that has picked it up like that before. So did you kind of, did? But did you know what was going on in season five? Like the couple of episodes that you had watched, even even though that you hadn't watched anything else or didn't really know anything else that was going on, could you? Did you? Were you still like following the story? Like, could you? Did you still understand? I understood. Well, I understood sort of some of the characters. You know, um, you know, in 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 terms of the, of the threat of the threat from these these zombies, these, these white workers, you know. Okay. So you, know, you picked the, up on that, like, right away. That. You know, yeah. I picked up on, you know, the, the sort of schematics and the scheming nature of, of, of Littlefinger, Finger, you know, yeah. um, Virus. He's pretty, you yeah, know, he's prominent in season um, five. <laughs> yeah, and Cersei as well, trying to gain control, and mm-hmm. obviously, um, obviously Danny as well. All these trying to gain control, gain, gain the throne, gain some sort of power. But yeah. there was also this, this, um, this threat from from the zombies, and 
And I thought, wow, you know, and that just opened it all up, you know, it was so the expanse, it was vast. And then I had a thought, well, I have to go back to season one here. Do you know what I mean? I can't just, <laughs> you know, I need to watch it, you know, from from the beginning. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because I've I've always been curious about that. Like if people just can pick it up. And it's really, I feel like, is not a show that you can do that with. I feel like this is a show that you need to watch from beginning exactly. to end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um so you you have not read the books then either. No, I've, I've, I've started actually them. started to read the first book. I think I'm maybe about forty or fifty pages into it. Oh, and okay, great. I've stopped. I've got well, all but you know, I will eventually um I will yeah. eventually start reading them. <laughs> yeah. They're um well I mean you can get them to um you know on Audible, you can get them through like library apps and things like that too if that's easier. I know that's easier for me. I'm a I'm a I like to listen to things versus like you know sure. actually like looking at something and reading it mm-hmm. um so do you like are you like a weird collector like i am <laughs> do you collect <laughs> any weird like game of Thrones memorabilia do you do you like uh any t-shirt that you find that has anything to do with game of thrones do you buy it like i do I've, yeah well i've got, I've got a couple of t-shirts i've got um I picked up a banner one of those large banners actually oh, cool. uh, okay and, um you know I've got I've got the DVDs. I've got uh, I've got a music CD. I think it's like a compilation from season one to seven. I think. Nice. Um, okay. So, you know, <laughs> not, not, not quite as you know. I'm, I'm slightly boring. You know, Game of Thrones fan, but you know. <laughs> no, I'm not, not more, boring. Maybe I'm, I'm more of a reserved. Maybe I said that that way. You're probably actually like normal, and then I'm the freak. So oh, yeah, on. you're the you're the nor you're the normal fan. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit then about the specific episodes that you were actually on. So you were on uh, five and six, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. Which uh, five was the bells, and then six was the Iron Throne, and you said that you were primarily well. I guess both of those would have only been on the King's Landing set. Is that right? I was actually, yeah, I was on, I spent the night of one of the night shoots on, 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 on the Battle of Winterfell. So that would have been oh, okay. three. Um, I was only one night. Now I, um, going back, now it was probably March, March last year, roughly. And they were coming to an end of the, of the night shoots up at, up at uh, Winterfell. And I was, I, I was called up. Um, but that was only one night. That was actually my first. Uh, the agency or the extras agency um, contacted me to see if I was available, and they says, "Oh, you know, would you would you be available for Game of Thrones?" And I was like, "Whoa, I wasn't expecting this." <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I'll be just, available. <laughs> I was I was in work. Yeah, I was I was working. You know, it was probably eleven o'clock, whatever, on a on a Tuesday, I think, or whatever. And you know, I got I got the the, um, the text message to see if I was available. You know, the following day. Um, to do, a, I think it was a twelve or thirteen hour, hour, hour sort of night shoot, and um, I said, yeah, yeah. I asked my manager, you know, can I have the day off? Got it off. A couple of hours later, the, the agency got back to me saying, sorry, you know, you've been unsuccessful. And I was like, oh no, are you serious? That wow. night, I got another message from him saying, would you be available again? And I was like, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> 
So it was it was to play. It was obviously it was it was it was to be unsullied uh, soldier. Um, the agency rang me. They wanted to make sure I've had short hair. I didn't have a beard or anything because the unsullied obviously are clean shaven, right. very very short hair and so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, so I went up there. Um, we got the bus. There must have been probably maybe a hundred. No, actually, there was probably maybe about a hundred of us on unsullied. And then there, there was the Starks, there was the Northern Alliance. Um, so we got the bus up to the set just outside Belfast, probably about four o'clock during, during the daytime. We arrived there and, I mean, the, the first thing that I saw was was that castle, was this, you know, Winterfell Castle that built slightly on a, on a hill. These huge floodlights, you know, above it and kind of like you know the fake snow around it and it was I, I just thought this is amazing you know I've never seen anything like this before in my life <laughs> I and bet it, yeah it was just you know it, it was getting into a different world you thought you were getting into a different world um well you know we went into the marquee a huge marquee um they had catering they had you know tea coffee biscuits all different kinds of food um so yeah and as I say, it was a, you know all sorts of the Starks, Northern Alliance, uh, Wildings were there. You know there was the Unsullied, um, all in this huge marquee, and and then a couple of hours later we were we were called into costume. Um, now that was interesting. The Unsullied costume is quite, um, just to say, it's it's quite difficult to actually. <laughs> fit into <laughs> yeah that's kind of what you were saying but like kind of before we get into like the costume sure. I would kind of like to talk about a little bit of like the logistics of just like getting on the set so you said okay. that you have to ride you rode like a bus with like other people so like once you got on the set like did you stay there or did they take okay. you back and forth or like how does that work yeah. exactly we were the the, the marquee or the or the or the base um, particularly up, up up at the Winterfell set was probably located, oh, I don't know, maybe 500 metres, maybe 600 metres away from the, the main set. Um, we were brought into this large marquee. Um, we were called up, uh, gave our names, our phones were, there was a, like a little strip put on over the camera of our, of our mobile phones. Oh, wow, we okay. We weren't allowed, obviously, to take, to take pictures. Um, I was wondering that, about that. I was actually, oh, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was actually like wondering if they like confiscated them or. <laughs> they put, a sticker, they put a sticker over them. Now, if you took that sticker off, it changes color. So wow. there's no way, you know, and then at the end of it, just, just to sort of sort of going forward at the end of your, um, your shoot, they would check your phone, you know, to see if obviously if the sticker was still on it. Yeah. Um, so what if like, what if somebody had taken it off? What would happen to them? They, were, they weren't allowed back on. And then they were, <laughs> wow. They were, you know, and I mean, the, 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 there was occurrences that people were were taking photographs. Oh, I'm uh, yeah, yeah, I know because I got the people were going off, off the set. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's 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 weird. I don't know why you would do that. You you would sign yourself up, you know, yeah. to be on this show. You know, you were yeah. signed a contract. You said, you know, security and privacy is is just, you know, you have to abide by it. But people were going on and they were taking photographs, and you know. It's just, you know, I, th I think you know. At the end of the day, you you, you have to you, you have to respect. You know, you do you, you, you do have to respect it. And 
I totally agree. I, t- I totally agree. I mean, like you're saying, like if you've agreed, you know, you've made an arrangement, you've made an agreement, just, just stick to it and, you know, just do yeah. what you're supposed to do and exactly move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, and a lot of times there, there were, there were, there were searching your bag or whatever as well. You know, it was just, you know, s- security, particularly for, for season eight, you know, it was, it was, it was very, very tight, very tight. I, I know it's crazy because like I said, I mean, I got some of those leaked photos, the ones that you're talking about, <laughs> obviously not, not from you, Anthony, <laughs> anybody's listening. It was not Anthony that gave them to me, but other people did. And yeah, it, it was, yeah, it was crazy. And I didn't even get that many opposed to like other seasons that had come out before where, you know, there were leaks all over the place. I mean, I think what season seven was it season seven? The entire season got leaked. That's right. That's right. And, and I think that's, yeah. Came out. So yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why, you know, season eight was, was the security and privacy was right. heightened because of what happened in, in season seven, you know, and, you know, the cast were given, you know, these electronic scripts. And once they have read them, then they were destroyed. They you know were, I mean? yeah, deleted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to say it. We weren't allowed to, to give away information sure. at all. You know what I mean? I mean, people were asking me, well, you know, did you see any of the main cast? Oh, I bet, you, yeah. <laughs> you just have to respect that and say, no, you know, no. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah. So how, so how did that go for you? Um, like I'm saying, like, did you, were you, you came, you came in and went from the set then? Is that what happened? Like every day you would come back and forth? Yeah. You would have a base, you would have the set, for example. Um, and, and then you have a base. So although you were say, for example, on average a day was probably about 12, 12 to 14 hours, you know, so, you know, you could have started at maybe, um, six o'clock at, in the evening, and you would finish at six o'clock in, in the morning. Um, you weren't 14 or 12 hours on set. You were probably on average maybe seven, eight hours possibly on set. You oh, know, a lot of the times you were kind of hanging around, you know, waiting for a call, um, mm-hmm. you know, to to go out on set. Um, a lot of the times that we were maybe having our dinner at, say, two o'clock in the morning, lovely <laughs> whatever you know curry chicken dinner or something like that there and in the middle of it right you're all going out again and like in the middle of your dinner it's like no I haven't finished but you just had to but you know, yeah you have to leave so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame I know because man a good curry a good curry dinner is hard to leave from exactly, that for sure. exactly. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so um the the main set that you were on then was the King's Landing set, correct? You, you said that you were at the Winterfell set for a little while. So where so where were both of those set like, sets like actually located, like well, regionally? Regionally, I mean, the Winterfell set was is, is or was located, I'd say probably about six seven miles north of Belfast. It was located in a huge sort of field. Um, King's Landing, they've actually, they've actually built King's Landing, and that's just next to the um, the paint hall studios, you know, where they filmed a lot of the the, uh, the indoor scenes. Yes. So King's Landing would have been just sort of next to that there, across the road. Um, 
so yeah, so it was very, 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 very convenient. Very, very convenient. Okay, so you weren't like traveling to other like cities or areas between those two sets or anything no, crazy like that no, was happening. I was I spent I spent a few nights up on an in a, in a quarry. Now that would have been probably slightly further, probably about fifteen miles north of Belfast. Huge quarry, uh, Macamore uh, quarry, I actually call it, and it had a huge green screen. I mean, it's absolutely massive green screen, and they filmed a lot of the you know the fights. They filmed a lot of the the Winterfell fights there as well, um, particularly the um, the scenes with the uh, trebuchet, you know, the fireballs. You, you'll see it during during the Battle of Winterfell. Yes. Uh, I was actually I was there at that when they when they filmed that, and obviously they filmed that there. And then they kind of superimposed, took that off, and then put it, you know, into the sort of Battle of Winterfell, as it were, um, you know, scenes. But there was a funny little scene where we were trying to get the the fireball, obviously they have to go forward, you know, the fireball, these are real fire, you know, real fireballs. But one of them actually went backwards instead of forwards. And it it sort of, it went into the green screen and it set part of that in fire. <laughs> oh, sort of, wow. So the, so the guys had to come out with their fire extinguishers and put you know, the fire out, you know, because the fireball went backwards instead of forward. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, know it, it was crazy, but it was... Yeah. Uh, so that that leads us kind of into like the next thing I want to talk to you about was was like specifically about the sets because I'm sure that the sets have to be massive. I mean, this is a huge production. So, which you've already kind of been talking about that, but what was that like just to be on like a massive, you know, just like a massive scale set like that and it, it was it was it was unreal. I mean, particularly the um the uh, King's Landing. Um you obviously had, had had the front of it you can see and then you, you know you saw the gates and then you, you saw the the Lannister banners um and then when they opened the gates it's basically King's Landing do you know what I mean you went through there was houses you know there was obviously the crypt and that and you know it, it was just so real it was like it was like being in you know it was obviously like a, a, a recreation of of Dubrovnik. It was kind of based on that. You know, they almost, almost kind of transported Dubrovnik. You know, to to Belfast. Um, it was just amazing how they did it. I mean, the, the attention to detail was it was just just amazing. I mean, yeah, it, because you actually got to see them up close and personal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, 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 it was kind of weird. It was almost going into like a twilight zone. You think you go into this <laughs> King's Landing set and. You kind of think to yourself, "Well, I'm in Belfast here," and then you go in, and then you can't kind of think, "Well, I'm not." <laughs> it was just a weird kind, of, <laughs> kind of kind of kind of feeling, right? Uh, like walking through a portal or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I was wondering about that because you know you watch obviously you watch things on TV, and we understand that when we're watching something on TV, that's not really the way that it it looks in real life. But the way that you're describing it is probably what we saw you know, on screen was what it really looked like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, obviously they, 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 they add on, do you know what I mean? I mean, certainly the background screens. Sure. They had they, a green they, screen, they, sure, but the buildings the, themselves, the though. The buildings themselves, yeah. Right. And it's all real. I mean, as you, as you know, Game of Thrones, it, the, the stick to the, you know, the try and maybe not, not use as many CGI or special effects as, mm-hmm. as possible. You know, a lot of it is a lot of the, you know, a lot of stunt work. You know, a lot of yes. lot of natural 
kind of stuff, um, which is great, but kind of makes it that wee bit more real, a wee bit more realistic. Right. I think that that's what really has drawn and pulled everybody in, into the show, you know, because, uh, I mean, the dragons are great and the direwolves yeah. are great, but they're yeah. not over, they're not overly used. And they, I must, I mean, yeah. And, you know, I must point out, you know, the, um, the guy, the, uh, the uh, stunt guys were, were absolutely amazing. I mean, they were, oh yeah, they were top notch. You know, what, what you see, those guys are at the front. So what you see in the front, say if it's the Unsullied or, or the Starks, those people you see in the front, front of the camera or the foreground are are the stunt guys oh and wow okay and then we're behind them and then behind us would be superimposed would be more unsullied for example right you know I mean? so you'll have maybe 100 maybe 200 unsullied and then obviously behind us you'll have like multiply it by sort of a thousand as it were <laughs> right exactly which they do with with CGI and computers. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so, what was like the best thing then that you saw uh, or stood out the most to you, like set wise? Was it the buildings or the stunt guys? Like, what what was it that that you were just like, wow, that's I'll probably never see anything like this again. <laughs> this is amazing. I think I think you know what I think everything. You know, I can't really pick out pick out one. Um, certainly, the sets. The, the sets were were absolutely amazing. You know, the attention to detail. Um, but I always think of it as as a whole. You know, it's, it's it was an experience. It was a whole experience, and just to be part of that, just to be part of that experience. You know, to you know to interact with it with 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 the stunt people. You know, to to be on the sets physically on the sets. Um, you know, to 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 be close to the main cast as well. You know, to see how they in, interact and how they behave. Um, you know, simple things of, of being, being called, being, um, contacted to see if you're available for, for a particular day. Uh, I wasn't, I was on, on the sets for about, uh, about nine days. I could have had at least 40 days, but I work in a full-time job, so I can't really get the time off, unfortunately. Right. Um, but yeah, the opportunity was there. I could have had loads upon loads of days, but unfortunately, you know, um, the full-time job. (laughs) (laughs) Your real life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Your real life. (laughs) So let's, let's talk about a little bit about your real life then. Um, so you've, you've worked on some other projects as well. Um, you worked on some BBC dramas, um, come home, the -hmm. children, Dublin murders, yeah. Um, and then you said that Come Home was the first thing that you worked on. Uh, so yeah. talk a little bit ab- about that too. Like what like what characters did you play? And kind of talk about how those experiences like differed from like working on Thrones, this this specific experience. Yeah, well, Come Home was, was my first, um, I suppose, extra um, rule. And um it was amazing to say I got the call and it says it would it was it was actually a bar scene you know like a pub scene um the two main characters were in a were in a you know pub and we were the sort of the background extras and uh and I kind of um when we got when we got to the pub I thought okay you know this this looks familiar and apparently it was it was my my, my kind of local it was just kind of down the street from me it wasn't too far away and uh it was amazing you know it was like maybe half seven eight o'clock in the morning 
Meanwhile, we had this obviously scene in, 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 a, in a bar and uh, it, it was absolutely fantastic. You know, it, was, it was actually my first, my first day on set. Um, it was very, very quiet because the actors, you can hear the actors talk, but you're, you're actually miming. So, you know, it's very, very silent, but you can hear the actors speak, but you're not allowed to speak. You know, you have to sort of, sort of mime and it's, it's, it's more of a visual sort of thing. Um, you know, you're drinking beer, not not real beer, of course. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was a good experience, and um, I actually spent four 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 days on on, on come home. It was it was it was it was good quality, um, sort of experience on that. Again, it was it was it was more of a drama. There was you know it wasn't really action. You know, so uh, you know you didn't have to. You know, put your your armor on, have a sword or spear or a helmet. <laughs> right, right, right. So it was it was different, but it was very very enjoyable. Yeah, very enjoyable. And how does that like differ from Thrones for you? I think it it, it differs. You know, I think Thrones is would Thrones is probably more of an experience, um, an overall experience. You know, um, something slightly, I suppose smaller in, in, in a way if, if I kind of use that word you know come home was more of a it was more of a drama it's more kind of I suppose it's kind of more personal maybe in, 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 in a way um, it's obviously a smaller a smaller production um, but at the same time you know you still get you still get the same satisfaction you still get that personal satisfaction that that enjoyment as well and also that kind of escapism from your normal everyday job, everyday life, where you're, you know, you're going out and you're doing a bit of visual sort of background acting on on a on a TV or a or a film set, and it's it's very very gratifying, it really is. But as I say, Game of Thrones is is a, as I say, was a whole new level, you know, of, of everything. <laughs> it really was, and I, I don't think it'd be on it be on anything is quite as big as that again, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about war for a minute. Um, since you were an unsullied, you had to learn some military maneuvers. Mm-hmm. You had to learn, you know, like you mentioned before, how to get into that costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk yeah. a, a little bit about about the like the maneuvers that you had to learn and maybe who was like, teaching mm-hmm. them to you did you have somebody did you have like a sort of like a drill sergeant so to speak <laughs> no, 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 you're right no, you you're, guys you're, yeah yeah i mean you're you're spot on with two ex experts army um guys um who were really teaching us you know sort of basic fundamental military moves because if you've seen the, the, the unsullied season yet you know they're very well drilled uh, oh, how, they move, how they yeah. march, how they bang their spears. And we were disciplined, you know what I mean? And, and they weren't taking any, you know, not taking any rubbish. Anybody who messed around, <laughs> whatever, they were, you know, they were shouted at and they were, you know, if you do it again, you'll be offset. So it was very disciplined, which I was happy with because at the end of the day, you know, the unsullied are disciplined. You know, they're, yes. they're a disciplined army. Um, the way they move, you know, the, the way they march, the way they hold themselves. Yeah, they have to move as one unit. Exactly, and that was 
I was getting everybody to move. I mean, you're right there, sir. I was getting everybody to move at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing looks silly, but somebody moving, you know, a group of people moving weird ways. It doesn't, it doesn't look right. So, right. you know, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just like, I suppose, being, being in the army. Um, yeah. And again, that was, that was, that was a whole part of the experience. Some guys didn't like it. You know, some guys didn't like being shouted at, you know, being disciplined. <laughs> But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you, you're there, you're unsullied soldier in a, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, so you just have to behave and get on with it. <laughs> See? Right. I mean, and that's that's why I want to talk to you specifically about this, too, uh, mostly because I find it interesting because, again, like when we watch, you know, big, like, epic you know, TV like this, mm-hmm. TV or movies even, we're just assuming that it's all fake. It's all CGI'd. So yeah. to actually, like, hear somebody say, no, that was real. Like, we really did have to learn how to, you know, move that way and how to, like, really yeah. hold weapons and move together and, and do these yeah. maneuvers. I think that that's fantastic. I mean, that's why it just looks so good on screen. Um, yeah, I mean... You know, it came down to the detail where how you held your our, our shields. You know, it had to be a certain a certain level, just under our our chins, for example. Yeah, they're per- they're perfectly together. Yeah. Our, our spears had to be perfectly straight. Mm-hmm. You know, on the top of it had to be straight. You know, we were always looking up. They always said, "Look up to your spear." You know, to see if it was to see if you know it was, it was you know perfectly straight. So the <laughs> you know the tension, the detail there. Um, again, what you see on the screen, the first. Whatever, you know, maybe, I don't know, when you see the, the stunt guys and then behind them, you'll see us. That's, that's real. You know, it isn't. Right. It is, yeah, you know, that is real. Yeah, I think that that is just, that's incredible. Because like I said, I, I don't think people realize that. They just are assuming that it's all CGI. Exactly. You, know, you guys aren't real men. <laughs> <laughs> marching you know together like that and, and doing these maneuvers together so that's that's awesome so you said that you actually you enjoyed that you you thought that that was great but other people didn't so much enjoy it did they um eventually like quit or maybe yeah. they got moved to other other things or, yeah. or how did that go for them a lot of them did, didn't didn't like it you know they thought it was you know too too disciplined didn't like being being shouted at <laughs> the one that say shouted, you know, it's more of a, 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 a constructive shout if they weren't doing it properly or if they were misbehaving or whatever, you know. So, and, and a lot of them just, just, just didn't like that, that, just didn't like that discipline. Um, right. And then a lot of us loved it, you know, because in, in a way it was just, I would say it was, it was, it was just like being in the army. And it was nice to be, you know, showing these moves, you know. Sort yeah. of train that way, um, you know, to be, you know, to, even even just to hold yourself to stand so still for maybe one, two, three hours on a freezing morning in, in March or whatever. It's it sounds easy, but it's not. <laughs> it's character building. Exactly. Well, it is, you know, I mean, it, it, it definitely. <laughs> and you need patience as well. <laughs> You're Irish. You're used to character building. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the specific episodes that you were actually on. So you were you were actually on on the bells, and you were actually on the Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. So have you watched both of those 
specific have, episodes? Yes, yes. Like, have you re have you gone back and watched them? So, but I want to know like specifically what you thought about them because this is not people's favorite season. <laughs> Let's just be honest. There's people that don't like it and and were very upset. Um, personally, myself, um, I have qualms with it as well. Not just because certain storylines and certain plot lines don't track mm-hmm. for me. And I, yeah. and I have some issues with the writing. It's nothing to do with the acting or, I mean, I think that the actors are phenomenal and, and they did, did what they were supposed to do. And everybody that worked on the set, I think that did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. It's just specific, you know, writing and things that they just seem to have forgotten that happened eight years ago. Um, so what did you think about specifically about, about these episodes? I think is that well. I suppose you know, sort of touching upon the bells. Um, you, you, as, as far as I was concerned, and as far as the, you know, I was I was involved with when Jon Snow and Davos and and Grey Arm stormed, you know, King King's Landing. I was I was just behind them. You know, we would th- through the gates, and you know, the stunt guys were doing their thing. There was fire. You know, um, yeah. Was, they had these dummies, these fake dummies on the on on the ground. And we, we had to we had to jump over them. We couldn't see them because we had to keep our heads so straight. But as you know, the unsullied helmet—you can only really see straight ahead. You can't see down or above. So we, you know, we were tripping over these these dummies, these fake dummies that they had <laughs> on, on the ground. <laughs> it was so funny, you know, it really was. Um, so we had to do that like seven or eight times, you know. But eventually, you know, um, I think that particular particular scene turned out turned out well. But and I suppose in terms of that episode, you know, you know, I think I agree with probably a lot of people, you know, in terms of inverted commas getting there was very rushed. You know, I think Danny, her descent into this, this, this madness, whatever, was, was just, just too, too quick. You know, happened, happened, happened far too quick. Um, right. The fact that yeah. she was, she was burning, you know, innocent people. <laughs> I think I, I everybody, everybody basically, you know, I, I really don't think she had it in her. I, I don't think she, I don't really don't think she was that mad to, to actually do that, you know, and uh, I personally wanted a scene with her, her, Danny and, and, and Cersei, a really good, you know, yes. jumpy, good drama. Just some good dialogue with, between. Some yeah. good dialogue. Between and, the two of them, yeah, that would have been possibly great. that that was missed. You know, I, I really was I was looking forward to it, but unfortunately, it didn't. You know, it it didn't happen. Um, you know, it, it in terms of that episode, in terms of the visuals and 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 the production and how it was filmed, it was fantastic. Oh yeah, the the bills is my is my favorite episode of the season. I, I mean, thought, yeah. I mean, I thought the, the Golden Army didn't last too long. I was a little <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> because we're built up so much. Oh, the Golden Army, these, these, so yeah. you know, mercenaries, and um, and I thought they would have maybe lasted even even to the end of the episode, but unfortunately, they didn't get through maybe the first ten minutes or something of it. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> And they went out like so horribly too. It, exactly. I mean, it was just yeah. so. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, that's not okay. <laughs> Why? I know, I was, I mean, I, I what happened? 
Yeah. They were there and then they weren't there. And just all of a sudden they're gone. All of a sudden gone. Um, but again, it, it probably feeds into where obviously what a lot of people are saying is there should have been more episodes. You know, season yeah. seven should have been 10 episodes, season eight, there should have been 10 episodes. Yeah. Just to elongate it, elongate it. Just, just you know, to expand it a bit more, expand the storyline, have, have this character, you know, uh, development a bit more. Right, because then it would attract better, you know, if if that's the direction that Martin is going to go, which it probably is that he's yeah. going to, you know, make her a bad guy, and mm-hmm. and that's fine. It'll it'll be epic and it'll be great in the books, and and I hope that it happens. And then, you know, like you're saying, this show should have given it some more time to, you know, flesh exactly. that out. Yeah. But yeah. um, so how do you feel about the um, the last episode then, the Iron Throne? Funny enough, we were we were on set. That then we were we, we were briefed beforehand of, of what of what the actual scene because it was let's say it was the last episode and I was obviously directed by David and Dan um, so so they were on set you know obviously all all of those days um, we were told that you know obviously Danny was she wasn't actually there we, we were sort of in front of a huge sort of sort of green screen this was just next to the next to the King's Landing set. We were told that obviously Danny was was addressing us, and um, you know the unsullied and the Dothraki. This was after obviously you know she had she had went on her her um, her burning rampage. Three, her murder three spree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean we we you know we had an idea of we were kind of thinking I was thinking oh so D- Danny survives Danny's on the throne, you know you put you put two and two together. And then we obviously seen we saw John John Snow walking between us, walking between the Dorfraki, between the Unsullied, and we thought, oh, okay, this is John Snow. So John Snow and Danny must, you know, we obviously survive. We must be on the throne, maybe together, <laughs> or maybe Danny's on the throne, maybe John Snow's on the, you know. So you, you kind of start thinking. Obviously, you, you can't say to anyone, you know, obviously, but you, you know, you, you build up right. an image of what is actually going on. Um, but but little did we know. We didn't know, obviously, that 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 um, that Danny eventually would be would be killed. Um, but it's just these these little images that you kind of sort of dread, sort of generate in your mind of what you see, you know, sort of visually, and you kind of read between between the lines what what the um, what the assistant directors, you know, have have briefed you, you know, before the scene, you know. So it is it is interesting. Um, what I thought about it, to be honest with you, I thought that I thought the episode, and I thought the ending was satisfying. Um, I didn't personally. I'm trying not to not to be biased here. Personally, I didn't want a sort of a Disney, a Disney-like ending. Um, I was surprised in a way that probably Jon Snow killed Danny. Um. I wasn't expecting that, to be honest with you. Um, then again, I wasn't expecting Danny to go on a rampage and murder everybody at the same <laughs> time. But that's Game of Thrones for you. You know, the surprises, things that you're expected, expecting to happen will not happen. You know, if you want something to happen, Game of Thrones, it, will, it won't happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's just... <laughs> and people don't like that. You know? <laughs> and if, no, I, I totally I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, I think I think that 
again, I just I think that it just didn't track well for people. I it's it's not it's not the ending that's a problem for like for us or at least people that are in my camp and probably your camp too it's just the way that we got there that's that's the problem that we have i mean it's it's fine if if you want to make her a bad guy and you want to have Jon snow killer that's great but like you said we needed two more seasons to get to this man like this exactly this this wasn't enough (laughs) because the the, the way you look at it you do two huge battles you know visual masterpieces uh, uh, you know episode three and then you'd you know obviously episode four and then you know episode five you'd so you didn't have that space you didn't have that 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 timeline between it you know there should have at least three or four five episodes you know between the battle of winterfell and the bells you know i mean it it was all just too rushed far far too rushed exactly and then it's bizarre too because the episodes were so long Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. the last yeah. episode, the Iron Throne, is seventy nine minutes long. It's yeah. a seventy nine yeah. minute long TV show. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that that's ever happened before. No, it hasn't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I mean, there were talk. You know, obviously, you know yourself. You know, there was a lot of rumors that it was going to be like two hour episodes. I think I've heard right. the rumors going to be like a three hour episode. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, I would have settled. To be honest with you, I would have settled for. Like a one-hour episode, if there were ten episodes, if you know what I mean, instead yes. of you know the six episodes longer. I think I don't think exactly. the longer episodes really it sort of elongated it. You know, it didn't expand it as such. Even though there were longer episodes, yeah. still I would have wanted. I think a lot of people would have wanted the you know the ten episodes, for example, yeah. for season seven and 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 season eight. Absolutely, yeah. That's what makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about. Let's go back into into the costuming. So Game of Thrones has like a huge. Do you? I'm just gonna ask you real quick. I, this isn't on my on my chart or anything. But do are do you go to conventions? Are you do you do that? Are you are you into that scene at all? They don't really. Um, they don't have too many. They have the, they have more of a more of a comic cons um, over here. You know, it's yeah. just more more of a general. Um, I was at a comic con about probably four years ago three four years ago in in belfast and okay and actually the, 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 at game of thrones there was like a question and answer or yeah a session um and um bran was there isaac isaac hampstead um yara uh Gemma Gemma whelan and is it barriston ian ian mcelhenny um was there yeah. yeah and it was it was great you know we were asked asking them questions and out there and i thought that was absolutely fascinating but at the time, I was really only only getting into the, you know, the Game of Thrones, so right. I wasn't too absorbed. But at the same time, it was really interesting, and you know, but but yeah, generally over here, you know, we, we just have more. So it's more generally sort of comic cons, you know. And that, right. Mm-hmm. It's not like actual Game of Thrones, like exactly yeah. or focused. Yeah. yeah. Although they do have now over here in Belfast, now they have the um, Game of Thrones exhibition. Um, right. Over, over the, the uh, Titanic quarter, so you know that that has the various you know costumes and you know information about it that, about the um, about the, um, the series. It's just more like a more like a visual sort of museum experience, you know. So, have you been to that? Uh, I'm going to it in a, in a couple of weeks' time, actually. <laughs> so nice. Okay, it'll be well, very cool. It, it's actually in the um, the convention center, which was our base, you know, for 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 the King's Landing. It's actually next door to the King's Landing set. 
Oh, so nice. it would actually be, it's actually, it would be very, it's going to be very poignant for me going, going back to, you know, to that particular, yeah. particular center. Yeah. We'll so. have to have you back on and you can, you can talk oh, about absolutely. that with us. Yeah, yep. definitely. So you, um, so they've kept, they're keeping the sets then, right? In Belfast. Is that where they're keeping? I, the, I've heard that they're keeping sets in certain like locations. I heard that, the, I heard that, yeah, yeah. I heard that they're keeping sets. They're keeping the, well, I heard they're keeping the, the Winterfell set. Um, they're trying to keep in it Belfast. That's the, the Winterfell set is just slightly outside Belfast. It's about okay. maybe six or seven miles outside. Okay. Um, Castle Black, which is just outside. And then the King's Landing set, which is in the center of Belfast. Okay. No, it has been, you know, proposed that they'd be obviously turning them into some sort of, you know, like 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 a tourist attraction. You know, people can go yeah. in that sort of thing. I hope so. I think it'll be uh, it'll, it'll yeah. be great. If, if, that would if, be great. If, uh, we yeah. would all go to that here in America. <laughs> I'm sure we're in, because we're insane, and that's just what we do. We do insane things like that. But here in in the states, anyway, we have um, uh, we have a convention that's kind of just got started called Con of Thrones that started, and we actually got um, Nikolai over here that plays Jamie oh, wow. Lannister. He came over, and um, there's been a few more actors. He's probably about the big the biggest one. Yeah, I would say that that has actually come over and then he's going to actually be here again for another convention in Knoxville but it's um it's again it's just like a, a, a like a bigger convention just everybody is there not you know it's not just Game of Thrones yeah sure but yeah. it seems yeah. like it's easier to actually maybe meet the actors and like and do all that over there because I guess that's where they are <laughs> I mean they don't live here so it would make more sense <laughs> yeah to, and, and to travel really to conventions over there it just seems like a lot of them will cancel because like every every year, you know that this convention happens, you know some of the actors will of course cancel because you know there's travel expenses involved to, yeah. to come here to the states, and if they're not working here, I think they probably try to schedule their time appropriately so that oh well maybe I can schedule it around another convention or mm -hmm. maybe yeah. I can schedule it around another job, and it just seems like sometimes that doesn't work out for them, and then they cancel, you know, kind of yeah. last yeah. minute, and people get upset, and I'm like, well, I mean they don't live here. <laughs> They're not Americans. They, they live in another country and are, are having to travel here. So I've looked up a lot of conventions that you guys have, um, over in Europe and, and yeah, it's, it's chock full of Game of Thrones actors, all of them go, go to them. So yeah, next year, next year is my well, definitely. <laughs> In terms of solid sets, now I think you know there's the first the the original Winterfell, you know where they filmed the first few, first few episodes. I mean that's that's an old, you know, like an old castle. You know, it's it's yeah. And I mean, you know, you can just go there and, and and sort of walk around it. Um, obviously you have to use your imagination because of they've added you know they added stuff onto it you know through through the CGI. You know, right. but if you can just immerse yourself in it and just just picture what you know it was like, it's 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 just it, it is it is amazing, you know. And this is you know it's it's solid you know stone sort of structure and yeah yeah it's 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 it really is amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I definitely plan to to come over for some of that stuff because I know that they're I know that they're keeping some sets in Ireland too, and and in some other locations. Yeah, kind of yeah. like what they kind of like what they did with Lord of the Rings. Over yes, in exactly. England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm just hoping. Yeah, you know, obviously the I've just remembered the um, the um, the Star Wars um, set. You know, the Millennium Falcon that they've built. I think in is in Hollywood or somewhere. I think they've. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, that looks t- just totally amazing. I mean, if, if, if yeah. they would do something like that, you know, with with, yes. with drones, it would just be, just be awesome. Oh yeah, it would just be incredible, mm-hmm. of course. But back to the costumes. Sure. So, like we were talking about before, um, you said it was difficult to kind of get in and out of the costume. So maybe mm-hmm. kind of talk about that for a, for a minute. Well, it was funny because when we were called into the in, into the costume fitting, um, you were obviously given a number, and that was your costume because. Obviously, you before, you know, obviously they have your measurements, for example, so you go to your own costume. The first thing that you do is you go and put your helmet on because some of those helmets were so, so tight, you know, to, to put on your head. I mean, seriously. Um, so the key was to get a helmet that, that fitted your head <laughs> because they could really dig into your temples. Do you know what I mean? So if, if you have a, a helmet on, if you're standing in the cold for three, four hours, you can get a real bad headache. So it, it was important, you know, to try your try your on on silly helmet on, you know, to see if it fit properly and it wasn't too tight. So that was that was very important. Um, obviously, working in the cold, particularly during 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 the night, you know, you had to, you had to put thermals on, so you had to put waterproof, you know, um, layers on and and um, sort of thermal top. Obviously, and then the unsullied, you know, jacket went over that, but but it was so tight, you know, everything was just you could hardly move in it because you, you had all these layers on. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh wow! And it probably took maybe probably a good twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, just just to get the costume on, you know, just just to have it to have it fit properly. Um, and then once we were we had it all fitted out, and you know, we were we were comfortable with what what we had on, we were. Called in again, and the um, the head of costume, we were all in a line. You know, all the unsullied were in a line, and the head of costume people would walk around us and, you know, make sure our our, our helmets were fitted properly, make sure our our gloves were were, were on properly, everything was tucked in. You know, to say the tension to detail was was just was, was just staggering. Um, we also got like fake sort of dust. You know, put over us, you know, like like dirt, right? Uh, on our on our our costume before we we went out. So yeah, I mean, it was just just, just the experience of, of getting the costume on and 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 getting it off. You know, was was a good experience. <laughs> did <laughs> you have to have help? <laughs> did, did you have to have? Like, were you guys like helping each other get in, oh, in yeah. and out of them? Or oh yes, oh yes. I mean, it was it was, it was so funny. You know, we would just say it was it was more of a team effort. You know, to try and get the costume on. <laughs> it really was. Um, but that was, you know, again, it's, it's all part of the, part of the fun, part of part of the whole, you know, the whole Game of Thrones experience. And, right, uh, right. That's know. kind of what I was talking about earlier with. Well, how I kind of started this whole segment off with the costuming because Game of Thrones has a huge like convention following. And then, of course, if there's a huge convention following, there's a huge cosplayer following. 
So everybody is trying to look like how you looked <laughs> yeah, yeah. in your unsullied costume. So <laughs> it's interesting to hear you to hear you talk about it, I'm sure, for, yeah, for people I mean, that, that cosplay, you know, unsullied. And there's actually a lot of them. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of unsullied cosplayers at these at these conventions. Oh yeah, and as I say, it's, it's just it's it's great to see, even though you can't you, you can't necessarily see if our faces, you know. But but we obviously obviously we, we we are there. We are you know we are real and 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 physical. Um, you know even you know before we even put our helmets on, you know if somebody was maybe a bit had a bit of a stubble, for example, you were straight into costume to get it shaved off. You know I went down once or twice to get you know, to have a shave and you know to have my hair a wee bit you know a clipped short. Um, and then they put the you know the tan over your face as well, even though you you know you you, you can't physically see that, but you know right. that's that's where the attention to detail can, come, come you know comes in. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, uh, that's that's a lot. I mean, because again, just somebody you know watching these TV shows and like I mean I've I've always watched TV forever since I was a little kid, and and then you you start to kind of learn about some of the behind the scenes stuff. And then once all this CGI in computer technology sort of took over, you just assume that that's what's happening, that, you know, it's not really a real person in that uniform, but it really yeah. is. It's really yeah. a real person. It was you in that uniform. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 well, exactly. And, you know, at the same time, it was, it was a complete learning experience, you know, to, to, just to see this happen, to see much, much work and, you know, all the work and all the attention to detail that actually, goes into certainly the costumes i mean the, the costumes were amazing you know they were real leather real you know they weren't sort of the, you know the, the cheap sort of stuff you, you you buy i mean they were just you know they were, they were, they were just amazing they really, really were they really are yes mm-hmm. so let's talk just briefly real quick about since we're kind of on the subject about along the same lines of what we're talking about now about you know British casting and and how you like how how do you get into it like what it, what would you recommend to people that are listening right now if they're if they want to get it into you know being an extra on the show yeah. like what do they what do they need to do yeah I would I mean at the end of the day you know, we have an, an extra extras extras NI extras agency over here and you know it's a simple process you go into their sites you know you um fill your profile in you know they you know the different information you put the different details in and and about yourself you you send your picture you know to them and um and, and that's and that's really it you, know, you just create create a profile and then you just wait for the call you know they if they a particular production company are looking for particular you know particular people that that match the master profile you know they will contact you and see if you're available for for a particular production and if you are available you just say yes i'm available on this particular date and then they confirm you know if if you have been if you have if, if you have been selected so yeah i mean the advice i can give is you know go on go on the internet whatever or websites and see if there's any you know agencies or extras agencies you know and create a profile you know register with them and it, it is a good experience you know, it's, it's it's so different, you know, from or, or or probably will be so different from your everyday everyday life, everyday you know uh, sort of sort of day job. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean. And then I, it definitely will make you appreciate the whole 
process more. It probably has changed, like, the way that you probably watch TV, right? The way that you enjoy film, the way that you watch TV, all of that. That's right. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, you may, I mean, you're right. You know, anytime that I'm watching maybe production TV films, you know, I, I'm always kind of, my eyes kind of drift to the background, you know, <laughs> what's in the background. And sometimes that can be a good or bad thing because sometimes right. it's what's happening in front of the screen because you're looking, looking <laughs> you're almost looking behind the scenes, you know, which right. is more important, which can be just as important as what is happening in, in, in front of the screen. So, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it, it just gives you, a, you know, an appreciation and a new sort of perspective on how, how production, how TV production or how a film is, is, is made. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I, it's it is very interesting. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for being on the show with me today and taking some time out of your day. I know you're thank busy, you, <laughs> and you're on a you're in a to, you're in a totally different you're in a totally different time zone than I'm in. So I hope I haven't kept you too long. No, you haven't. You haven't indeed. You haven't indeed. No, I really I really enjoyed this here, and and say just to give you know my my sort of. Um, sort of experience you know even though it wasn't it was it was it was little you know but hopefully I, I will have um maybe maybe motivated you know certain people to maybe go into um sort of visual background work in tv tv production because it's i definitely recommend it definitely recommend it yeah it's it sounds really fun it sounds like a good time and i i'm sure that you have there'll, there'll be somebody out here in the abyss that will hear this and be like hey that sounds like something i want to do so <laughs> okay anthony well um like i said you are more than welcome to come back on the show anytime we had a great time and for all of our listeners out there, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sarah Knightley or Caught My Pod. You can also join my Facebook group, which Anthony is in, which is Game of Thrones Spoilers Welcome. So please join that. Um, we're not obviously doing a lot to do with specifically Game of Thrones this show right now, but we'll be doing a lot of stuff with the prequels once, you know, as we get information about them later and different things like that so just follow the podcast on twitter and instagram and facebook and thanks everybody for listening bye bye